0: thanks for keeping it locked on wildcats and you know what the people have asked the people have desired and you know what we have the most special guest that we've ever had on this podcast and i have now got him to confirm that he will come on on a weekly basis mr kevin woodman uncle kev how you doing my man oh
1: stop i'm i'm blushing nice to uh talk to you mike it was uh it was good to see you in uh, in HB a couple weeks ago. You and Ben White came down. It was good to hang out.
0: It, it was really good, and I'll be coming back up there again. But you know, just kind of, you know, before we get into uh, you know all the banter and whatnot, just kind of fill the people in a little bit. You know, on what's Uncle Kev been up to?
1: Well, I moved. Uh, well, I didn't technically. I I came back to stay with after they uh, unceremoniously fired me at twelve ninety. <laughs> right. I uh, I came back to stay with my mom. You know, mm-hmm. where I would usually go on my vacations anyway. And uh, I've been here ever since. I was trying to find, you know, I'm not quite sure what, uh, I'd like to go back on the radio, but trying to work in L.A. radio is, is basically, I think I read a stat somewhere where it said you have a better chance of playing a shortstop for the Dodgers than you do of being on L.A. radio. So I got that going for me. So I'm trying to look for a job now where I can work remotely from anywhere, whether that's Tucson or or uh, or here or wherever I happen to go. So, um, But, uh, yeah, California is – California's great, you know, I can't. I get to surf uh, when the wave gods are kind to me, and I have no complaints whatsoever. Except the, the women have seemed, seem to become bitchier since I, I left. Well, Kev, maybe they're mad because I left, or maybe they're bad because I came back, but they all seem to have, like, this, this resting bitch face. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like they're going to crush my scrotum into a diamond if I dare to talk to them. You know what it, it is? It's far more uptight.
0: You know what it is, Kev, and I noticed this when I was out there. What is going on with the entire fake lip phenomenon there? I've noticed oh, it with every. S- we
1: talked about the fake lip phenomenon. What's going on there? It's crazy. I think it, I think the Kardashians started it, and now it's just part of the uniform. It's part of the the your you know your basic uniform. You've got your shoes, your pants, your puffed up lips. But you're <laughs> right though. It's it's crazy. You and I don't know that I've ever had a convert, And I think you were the one that told me this. Yeah. You were the one that made this analysis, where you're like, I don't know if I've ever talked to a guy and said, you know, oh, she's great, she's she's funny, uh, she's kind, she's beautiful,
0: and she's got big lips. I have never once. <laughs> you know now, what I mean? Now guys talk about other things never. that are big, but you know what? I've yeah. never oh, had well, those other things. <laughs> yes, I've never no. once had that no. conversation ever.
1: It's never been part of the conversation, nor is it. Uh, it's never been a deal breaker.
0: And and let's be honest here. No. nor should it be part of the conversation because any man that is nor
1: should it be part of the conversation because
0: any man that's actually talking. I about-
1: also. Uh, yeah, right, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you. No, no, no. You're good, Kev. What's up?
1: I was going to say I should probably preface this that I've been uh, drinking since two o'clock this afternoon, so probably not. Uh, I, I I had my uh, like my second beer about uh, I don't know about a half hour. No, well, I won't say how many beers I've had, and then I realized, oh hell. I'm gonna to talk to Mike. I should. I should probably not be drinking this much.
0: <laughs> well, here, here's the question though, Kev. Are you in the nude?
1: Oh, absolutely. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, talk unless I'm in the nude.
0: Hello. Yeah. Well, it was funny when I went to go see Kev last week. Basically, the first thing that I was wondering is, all right, is Kevin showing up here naked? And you know what? We got there. I yeah. looked, I looked in the bar. I kind of peered around the corner, kind of that sideways gaze. And I'm like, Make sure. Yeah. I'm like, sure. Kev looks like he's good to. Kev looks like he's good to go. All right. Kev, let's, Kevs actually wearing clothes yeah yeah let's talk a little football now you know,
1: I'm, uh, I'm, com- I'm completely in the nude I'm completely in the nude now because I do my best talking when I'm in the nude absolutely iron's right. clothes
0: all right Kev. well being that you were you spearheaded the show and I basically chimed in what do you got for me talk to me what's up
1: well I thought we'd talk a little uh, little Arizona football you know I gotta I gotta tell you that I didn't uh it was the first game that's happened in quite a while where I feel like I didn't have to watch it but Correct. I watched. I watched every bit of it, and it feels like that uh, that fish has got has got something going. Now they, you know, they're 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 wildly untalented for a Pac twelve football Correct. team. Correct, but it feels like it feels like that that Arizona fans, I think, have just become so pragmatic because they've been forced to. You know what I mean? Like Arizona basketball fan is so wildly. delusional (laughs) correct because he can be you know what I mean like he can be delusional because they're so successful and you know I mean say what you want about Sean Sean Miller era uh, era they don't have to be pragmatic they can be wildly delusional but Arizona football fan has basically set himself up to be just look I that's great you know we're great oh look we made a field goal we may win you know five games and but watching this team you know it, it reminded me of uh I used to work with with a guy, Charlie Davis. He was one of the great bosses I ever had when I worked at a at an engineering company. And he used to tell me his one of his great expressions was "Ships don't sink because of the water around them." And it made me think of Sumlin. And I think some like the the the, the water that's around the ship is not what's sinking you. What's sinking you is the water in the ship. And that made me think of Sumlin. And I think Sumlin did so many things wrong along the way that. Even the football stuff really couldn't save him. Now, you combine that with the fact that he couldn't win on the field. But, you know, Fish comes in, and it's a whole other thing. You know, the first thing they do is stop hurting themselves, you know, which I think is a, a huge thing. I thought the game planned for Gunner correctly. You know, he threw for – You know, everyone's making a big deal about how many yards he, he threw for. But go back and watch that game. You know, I don't think he threw the ball downfield. He checked off and threw down more, far more often than he not. I don't think he threw the ball more – completed a pass more than – you know, twenty yards more than maybe once or twice. But I thought the game plan was good. The culture seems good, and I am cautiously, I am pragmatically optimistic about this Arizona football team.
0: You know, Kev, you mentioned the lack of talent, and you used to coach a little bit of high school football. Um, I don't think I don't, that, I don't like talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, you know, but modest people generally never do. But here's my question for yeah. you: When you watch that team, and you've watched a lot of football over the years, how do you get to the point where, like you said, you're that wildly untalented?
1: Yeah, it's it, – it just goes – and it's such a tough situation too because he's – you know, you could come in and, and change the culture and all that all you want to, but you still have to win with like two- and three-star kids, and, and now you've really got X's and O's. At the end of the day, you still has talent. You know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, Arizona plays any of these teams, and what are you what, – and what did you and I talk about at the end of every Friday that how many of their guys would even start for Arizona for our guys?
0: And generally, you know what I mean? and, generally and generally the answer okay. was across the board everybody would start for us. Across the
1: board. Yes. Now, yeah. now so he, now you've got to you've got to come in and not only change the culture, you've got to come in, fish does, and change the culture and also bring that talent level up. And you know, and I don't know how much of a window he's got. I think he's got a bigger window than maybe we think. But man, just watching the talent that's out there is just that is that is not I don't know what conference to compare that to, but it's not Pac-12. I don't know what what, – and how it got that bad. You're talking about a five-, six-year window gap of recruiting that just went to crap.
0: Well, yeah, exactly, and it's almost like you just didn't care. It's almost like you almost just didn't care after a while. I I think you've you've really got to try to get to the point where you don't have those kind of players out there. It's always been my opinion that, yeah, I really just don't care at that point. We're going to basically do whatever we want, and you know what? Here I am, and I'm going to be collecting a paycheck. That's essentially what it looks like to me. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. And, and if you remember, too, this whole Sumlin thing was, oh, you know, he was, he was, he was going to be such a great living room guy. And we haven't really seen that. I mean, there's guys here and there that have, you know, that, that's been a manifest of, of that. But otherwise, the recruiting across the board has just been, and, and it's a tough situation for for Fish, too, you know, to come in and, and try to coach these guys up with, you know you're given the same ingredients that the other team is, but you know you—they've uh, all went to kick, uh, cooking school and you haven't, or maybe you know you've all gone to cooking school, but you're given spam and they've all got sirloin. Well, maybe well, that's a better example.
0: I think that's a much better example. Now let me ask you this: I know you watched a little bit of—I'm uh, sure you watched a little bit of the NFL last night. I was going to ask you, uh, and Schuster, yeah. Schuster and I were talking. Great. Schuster and I were talking about this. First of all, how great is it to have actual football? Who is, who's that
1: now? I'm not the, I'm uh, not the
0: Civil that? War General uh, John K. Schuster. I think you might have heard. Oh of him before. yes,
1: yes. Schuster was Schuster was so old that uh, when he would take a selfie as a child, it was an actual oil painting. <laughs> it
0: was really or, or it was one of those things with like oil you, painting. Or it was like one of those things that's done with like one of those like uh, like bird feather like uh, bird feather felt pin yes. pen type things into a, into a cave wall. Yes, yeah. yes. Do you want
1: to hear my favorite uh, Schuster is so old joke? What's that? John Schuster's favorite Christmas
0: was the first Christmas. <laughs> I do like that one a lot. I do like that one. Now, let me ask That's you this. Let me ask you this, That's Kev. You know, you yeah. grew, uh, obviously, yeah. you're out there in Cali, you know, Tom Brady, Cali kid. Have we ever seen anything like Tom Brady in professional sports, period? Ever. In any capacity. No, the man. This like- dude, Kev, this dude's almost 44. And he's still arguably, if he's not the best quarterback, he's one of the top three or four. Have we ever seen anything like this?
1: No, but somebody, I'm not even going to take credit for this, but a buddy of mine, and I don't remember who it was, I'd give him credit, but you would know who he was anyway, said something that if Jordan had had the knowledge maybe that Brady had about nutrition year-round sort of thing, and maybe the discipline. You know, Jordan liked to smoke cigars and, and drink great wine. He has a great wine collection. He'd drink and stay out all night. But you get to, the only thing I can compare it to is if Jordan had maybe the discipline year-round and the access to the information—that's only—I think Jordan had that, maybe that ability. But basketball is such a different sport, and quarterback is such a different sport. But no, you're, the answer to your question is no. I don't know that we've seen anything like this. I don't know that even Joe Montana could have done this.
0: No, Joe you Montana. I mean? Joe Montana. Like, I, could, I mean, Kev, look at it this way: Peyton Manning and Tom Brady essentially came in—not the same year, but around the same time. Peyton Manning is already in the Hall of Fame, and like he gave his induction speech right. a year ago. And these guys are essential. These were contem- and I, and, contemporaries.
1: It, it was crazy last night when Al Michaels was talking about all that. The guys that have come into the league, played their career, waited the five years, and gotten into the Hall of Fame. And Tom's like, "Oh, let me roll out another Super Bowl." I mean, it's it's beyond it's it's beyond insane. I don't know really even even know what to compare it to. Tom has made the the some proper life choices that I. I clearly have not.
0: I kind of wonder, well, Kev, okay, I'll put it to you like this. I'm probably going to be in the same boat. I don't see myself aging like Tom Brady out there. But it's something unique, yeah. and I think it's something that if people need to get past the actual, like, hatred, and, you know, t- dovetailing this into a little bit of uh, Wildcat stuff, how cool is it to see Rob Gronkowski back out there?
1: Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's just so good for the NFL one. And, and for, for the love of God, <laughs> here's something that always drives me nuts. Gronk, this happened last night. Gronk lines up at tight end, right? Mm-hmm. And they, how on earth, inside the red zone, does Gronk, how does that still happen? They've been, those two have been in the league for 117 years. The one where he just ran this team? Yes. And like, there was no one like around. Inside round. the red zone during the week, during the peak of practice, or the week of practice, don't you say, hey, if uh, Gronk, you know, they're in the red zone, they, you know, don't let Rob, don't let Rikowski. I know I have to say this out loud, but it sounds ridiculous. Let's not let him just run straight up the field <laughs> yeah. with no one on him. It's crazy. It's Wait. almost like people are, are, are just in this trance with those two. Like that, that play I just thought, was, was so telling that, look, did that, did that play sneak up on, on Film Day? You know what I mean? Whoa. It's amazing that that play still works. And no one even remotely thought, Oh, I should go over and cover Gronk. Yeah. Oh, I see.
0: And, like, it's, and like, it's what the hell. And it's not like he's one of these little dudes. One of these. It's not like he's Mike Luke lining up there, where you're like, all right, dude. Well, yeah, he's not hiding behind anybody. He, yeah. I mean, right. the, the man's literally six foot six and two hundred seventy pounds, and he's right there. And like you said, and Brady was just totally playing with him too. You could tell that Brady was essentially just looking at him like, you know, all right, well, I'm going to let you yeah. about get to me, and then I'm going to toss the ball.
1: Yeah, it'll look like I'm going to get sacked, and then I'm just going to throw you the ball about ten yards down the field, right in the seam. I'm watching a John Wayne movie while we're talking, so don't I'll, be offended.
0: Is it is it the Conqueror?
1: No, God Kev, no. This is, be actually, This is movie is much better.
0: Kev, it's, be uh, honest. No, honestly,
1: it's uh, it's real. <laughs> All right, you got me. I'm watching the Conqueror. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, no, this is uh, this is real Lobo, 1970, sort of a western. Howard Hawks, I think. Don't quote me on that. Don't look that up. But oh, I think it was oh, Howard Hawks. I'm
0: going to look this up, Kev. Uh,
1: but uh, it's a fairly middling uh, John Wayne movie. It's it's not great. Howard Hawks made better John Wayne movies. Well, this isn't one of them.
0: So it sounds um, like a vintage John Wayne movie then.
1: It's <laughs> for me for yesterday. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know who's not in it? Pompey.
0: Pompey. <laughs> <laughs> Pompey. Pompey. Um, Pompey. Pompey.
1: Uh, but, but going back to the Tom Brady thing, God, how cool was it just to have... You know, even the fans you hate, right? Even the, you know, as a as lifelong Chargers fan, uh, oh, I know, Kevin, I you were, hate fan,
0: and Kevin, you've been a Chargers fan since the cradle.
1: Oh, since the cradle, my friend. <laughs> but even even as a Charger fan, and even last night, I don't care who who are you. Just having the even Tampa Bay fans who are completely harmless. No one hates Tampa Bay fans. No, it was just so great to have fans back out there. You know what I mean? Like it's just NFL football, which is normally so much more sterile than college football, even. But without fans, it's like a surgery room. It's like a clean room for the love of God. They're making microchips. But just having the fans back last night, it was just great. It was, a, I think, as, as Americans, we all watched last night, especially the NFL, and just, was, you know, got the sense that everything's going to be all
0: right. Right. And, and that's a cool thing, too, is that if, when, when you look at it, Kev, like, the cool thing about it, too, is that, is there anything more American than watching football? There's just not.
1: No. It's really not. I mean, you could come up with a lot of things, but more than more than more American no. I mean, there's probably some things and just, you know, a couple of days before September 11th too and it just felt so right last night. And you know, I didn't even care I, I, I don't even I don't particularly like Dallas and I don't particularly like Tampa Bay, and I realized during about halftime that I wasn't really rooting for either of these teams, which is weird because at some point I picked it. And I realized I was just so freaking happy like, I actually experienced joy for the first time in maybe a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just having football back. Now, college football was back last weekend, and that's great, and I loved that. That was great. There were some really good games. But just having those two teams back and and, and having the fans back and that whole vibe, God, it was just great. It was just great.
0: Hey, Kev, the cool thing about these podcasts is we basically got to keep them about under 20 minutes for because it's, it's for drive time. But you know what I can guarantee the yeah. people out there is that Uncle Kev has promised Big Mike Luke... Yeah. Iron Mike, Luke, that he will be on with me once a week. And that is a non-negotiable promise. Sure. And this is going out over the uh, airwaves, uh, Kev.
1: Yes. And uh, I want to I also, real quick before we go, Mike, and yep. I hope this is okay. For sure. I want to thank uh, uh, the, the listeners uh, who have been in contact with me or the people via Twitter. Um, and I wanted to give out my uh, email address because there's been a lot of people that have wanted to, uh, mm-hmm. to reach out uh, to me. My, uh, if you need to reach me or uh, you just want to stay in touch and, and say hello or whatever, uh, Woodman at yahoo.com Woodman at yahoo.com and people have been uh, so nice and i really appreciate it and i'm hoping that i'm uh back on the air in tucson soon or somewhere and uh yeah but uh thanks again to everybody who's been uh, so kind to me
0: and i'm gonna get our, our read in right at the last minute but you know what i drove to i drove to huntington beach and you know what I didn't break down, but if I was going to break down, rockauto.com would have been the places that I would have gone. And on top of that, I would have consumed a Built Bar while I was frustrated because that's what keeps me lean and strong. But for Kevin Woodman, I'm Mike Luke. Kev will be back with you next week. I guarantee it.